turn to Job chapter 42. At verse 5, Job says to the Almighty, I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. We envy Adam, yet we despise Adam. We admire him, yet we blame him. We covet the intimacy he enjoyed with God, yet we vilify him for his weakness. Adam was our example, the example of the ideal man, our best hope for civilization. He was what we never expected to become, the spirit warrior, the champion of every earthly battle. He was as much God as mortal could become, the image of the divine and a faithful companion of the eternal. The evening shade was his cover, the cool of the evening was his garment, the heavenly canopy was his tent. He walked and talked like gods and gazed at God like he was lover. This we envy, this we covet. Adam lost his oneness and we have suffered the pain. Adam destroyed the sacred bond and we have suffered the loss. Estrangement we did not know, sin we never tasted until Adam ate the forbidden fruit and robbed us of our place. Shame, Adam, shame on you. Vagabonds we forever will be, lost and forsaken, his face forbidden to see. Ever since the day when the gates of paradise were sealed and the angel with the flaming sword stood still, we have longed for the day when we can behold the face of the Almighty without fear. Those before us who dared died, their names spoken no more, their faces frozen in stone, their eyes turned to glass. They believed that they were equal to him before whom the angels veiled their faces, whose wings covered their brow, and whose eyes, and whose eye does the sun shield. If God is gracious, then he grants to men only a glimpse, a glimpse of his hinder part, a glance of his back part, a brief and fleeting look. Be quick, O my soul, his glory to see. Be quick, O my soul, his beauty to behold. Hide in the cleft of the rock. Shield your eyes with the night. The glow of his beauty will blind your sight and cause daylight to cry foul. Hide in the cleft of the rock and hope that his sojourn is brief and fleeting. 
Look not at his face. Surely death shall be your prize. Glance at his back, and God's glory shall be enough. Enough for Moses, enough for you, and enough for me. Arise, shine, for your glory has come. The darkness of your pain has been lifted. The darkness of your sorrow has been turned into joy. The darkness of your burden has been overcome. Arise, shine, for your light has come. God's glory sparkles in your face. Your clothes are brighter than any earthly fuller can make. Rejoice, rejoice, for your prayer has been answered. A cry is heard from another, all that I knew where I might find him. From his ash heap is heard a voice broken by pain, a voice muffled by misery, a voice muted by loneliness, a voice hushed by grief, a voice cracked by suffering. All that I knew where I might find him, for what purpose does he seek an audience with the divine? Why does he search his dwelling place? Why does he seek God's face? To look upon the face of God is surely to bring death. Does this saint not fear God? Does this saint not desire life? Saint, who? You who sit bent on your bed of ashes. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, look up and live. Rise from your mornings, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up. Ye everlasting doors, for the King of glory shall come in. Oh, that I knew where I might find him. If I go forward, he is not there, or backward, I cannot perceive him. On the left he hides, and I cannot behold him. I turn to the right, but I cannot see him. Who do you seek? God, you say. Did you look toward the north? Did you look toward the south? Did you look toward the east? Did you look toward the west? Did you look toward Sheol? Was he not there? Sinner, who? Me? Sinner, who? Me? The one who seeks the face of God. Did you look up? As the heart paineth for the water brooks, so paineth my soul after thee, O God. Adam, Moses, Job, and David, they all desired more. Eternity, approval, who knows? Only they who wait for the dawn, nor who walked with God, Abraham, the father of the faithful, Isaac and Jacob, patriarchs of old, men who dared the impossible, who believed and were counted worthy, they all desired more. Is it to hear the voice of God, to see the face of God, 
Can man really endure the voice of God or live after seeing the face of God? Elihu, answer our question. Give speech to our prayer. Elihu says, for God speaks in one way and in two, though people do not perceive it, in a dream and a vision of the night when deep sleep falls on mortals. Others too have asked, Show us the Father, and we shall be satisfied. Out of the night that covers me, black as a pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be. Others too have asked, show us the Father, and we shall be satisfied. The answer comes back like a stone hurled through the winds. When you have seen me, you have seen the Father also. And if this is not enough to satisfy our longing, to the impatient he says, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. <clears throat> the Father and I are one. Before Abraham was, I am. Amen. In the beginning I said, let there be light. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Amen. A voice spoke from the whirlwind, a great voice, like the voice of many waters, like the voice of thunder, the earth shook, the foundations quaked, the stars hid in their secret places for fear of him who spoke. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, who is this who darkness counsels by words without knowledge? Now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurement? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? To what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together? And all the sons of God shouted for joy. Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst forth and issued from the womb when I made the clouds its garments and thick darkness its swaddling band? When I fixed my limits for it and set bars and doors when I said, this far you may come, but no farther. And here your proud waves must stop. When God speaks, his voice frightens us. When God speaks, his voice disturbs us. When God speaks, his voice haunts us. When God speaks, his voice terrifies us. Isaiah, you too were terrified, were you not? The temple doorpost shook. The foundations trembled beneath your feet. You saw his glory. He was high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim, each with six wings. Two wings, they covered their faces. Two wings, they covered their feet. And with two wings, they flew. Woe is me. I am undone. A sinner, a man of unclean lips, whose heart is foul, whose speech is corrupt. God 
is holy. Righteous are God's thoughts. Slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You ask, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful to me which I did not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You say, I will question you and you shall answer me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, and now my eye sees you. Job, are you now satisfied? Thomas, are you now satisfied? Hickman, are you now satisfied? Thomas, you were not there on Resurrection Sunday. You did not believe the reports unless you see the scars, unless you see the nail prints, unless you touch him, you will not believe. You will not believe unless you see him. Blessed are those who believe without seeing. Paul, you claim to be an apostle. Some doubt your claims to be authentic. When did you see the Lord? When did you see the risen Christ? Many say that you are a false apostle. Clear up the mystery. Then Paul answered me. He said, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in body, I do not know. Or out of body, I do not know. God knows. Such a man was caught up in the third heaven. And I know how such a man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, God knows, was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words which a man is not permitted to speak. On behalf of such a man, I will boast, but on my, but on my own behalf, I will not boast except in regard to my weakness, for if I do wish to boast, I will not be foolish, for I will be speaking the truth. But I refrain from this so that no one will credit me with more than he sees in me or hears from me. Because of the surpassing greatness of the revelation for this reason, to keep me from exalting myself, there was given me a thorn in the flesh a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep me from exalting myself. Concerning this, I implore the Lord three times that, I might, that it might leave me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Time is a swift moving stream carrying all the sons and daughters away. I do not know when, I do not know where. Someday, 
some glad morning, some dark night, I shall see him. In the meantime, I shall be satisfied to know that by faith I have a savior. I say, once I was blind, now I see. Lucy Campbell assured me that the believer's highest joy is and shall always be the believer's highest joy is to behold the face of God, to behold the face of Christ. I heard the saintly Baptist woman sing when I was just a lad, words that have remained, though silent is her voice. Not just to kneel with the angels, not to see loved ones who've gone, not just to drink at the fountain under the great white throne. Right. Not for the crown that he giveth that I'm trying to run this race. All I want up in heaven is just to behold his face. Not just to join in the chorus and sing with those that are blessed and bathe my soul that is weary in the sea of heavenly rest. But I'll look for the one who saved me from a death of sin and disgrace. T'will be joy when I get up in heaven just to behold his face. Yes, just to behold his face. All I want up in heaven is just to behold his face. In the meantime, I shall be satisfied to walk by faith and not by sight. Trusting and believing in the God who makes all things new. Imagine my sisters and brothers There is no greater prize that awaits us believers Every trial, every temptation, every tribulation, every suffering is worth the moment I shall see him when I stand before his throne place in glory, I shall be satisfied. I shall forget all the burdens and pains, all the darkness, all the suffering. I shall be satisfied. In the meantime, I am careful to walk by faith and not by sight. 